Hi, and welcome to the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host, Cara B. Today, we are talking about skincare products and how they interact with your skin. So we're on to part two of my nine-part series, understanding skin and wellness and how it relates hormonally to fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. So if you paid attention to my episode title, the uh, intersection, or I'm sorry, the corner of beauty and foodie, well, stay tuned because we'll be talking a lot about food and a lot about skincare products. So when we talk about how skincare products interact with the skin, we get into chemistry which is a whole different topic that is way over my head. So I thought, let's go in a more abstract direction with this and compare skincare products to food. If you're a foodie like me, then this should be a really fun episode for you to listen to. If you're not a foodie, it should still be interesting because I think I found a really interesting way to break this down for you. So how do skincare products relate to food? Easy. Skincare ingredients are similar to recipe ingredients. In a recipe for a meal, each ingredient adds flavor and or nutrients and or texture. And in a formula for skincare products, the ingredients add things like effect on the skin and or scent and or color and or many other things like texture. So let me give you some examples. Ingredients, for example, antioxidants. The purpose of antioxidants, or not the purpose, but what they do is limit the production of free radicals to prevent cell damage. Another example would be humectants. Humectants attract moisture from the environment and maintain skin moisture. And my third example here is emollient. An emollient smooths and softens the skin. Okay, so those are some of my examples of skincare product ingredients. Now, when I'm talking about these, and I'll break this down a little bit more later, but when I'm talking about these, these are not specific ingredients. These are ingredient categories, okay? So let me back up and talk about specific types of skincare products. You have, and these are the basics. There are a few other categories out there, but these are the basic categories that go into both a home care regimen as well as a professional facial. So our products are cleansers, toners, exfoliants, masks, serums, moisturizers, sunblocks, eye creams, and chemical peels. Not in that exact order, mostly, but not completely. So each product type is basically like looking at a course in a meal. Now, I'm going to break this down into two different sections because there's the consecutive order of things, and then there's really breaking down the purpose of this episode, which is how each product interacts with the skin. And when I break it down in a consecutive way, it doesn't quite match up. So first, let's talk consecutively. I'm going to go through the order in which you're going to apply products at home, which corresponds to the order in which you would go with what I'm doing here is a nine-course meal. So we're getting a little fancy. So I'll break down what each thing is in the next 
section, but for now, I'm just going to tell you the basics in the order in which you eat them. Well, don't eat your skincare products. <laughs> the order in which you put products onto your face, how it coincides with the order in which you eat each course of the meal. So first product is cleanser. And in a nine-course meal, your first course is hors d'oeuvres. Your second product is your toner. And your second course in a nine-course meal is the amuse-bouche. Yes, I'm getting, I told you, we're getting fancy here. Uh, number three is your exfoliant. And in at the same at the same time, your next course in your nine course meal is your appetizer. After your exfoliant and appetizer, the next product is the chemical peel. And the chemical peel is going to go at the same time as the next course in your meal, which is the salad. The next product is your mask. Now, at the same time as your mask is going to be your main course. After your main course and after your mask, the next product is going to be your serum. And after your main course, the next thing you're going to have is your cheese plate. After the cheese plate and the serum, you'll have your moisturizer, which is number seven in your product list, going along with your palate cleanser. After your palate cleanser, you have your eye cream, which comes after the moisturizer, and your dessert, which comes after the palate cleanser. And then after that, the very last, um, the last product and last course is your sunblock and your miniardis. I told you, we're getting super fancy here. So, that is the order of things, okay? Your product order is going to go like this. Cleanser, toner, exfoliant, chemical peel, mask, serum, moisturizer, eye cream, sunblock. And your course order is going to go like this. Hors d'oeuvres, amuse-bouche, appetizer, salad, main course, cheese plate, palate cleanser, dessert, and mignardise. Now, like I said, that's just the consecutive order of things. But now I want to really dive in here and talk about how these products interact with your skin. Okay, so let's look at this from a different perspective and let's talk about how each product works with your skin and how you can relate to these to a course. Okay, here we go. Cleanser. Okay, so what does the cleanser do? The cleanser cleanses the skin of surface dirt and debris and prepares the skin for further products. I like to equate cleanser with hors d'oeuvres. Why? Because hors d'oeuvres are small finger foods that prepare your taste buds for more food to come. So the relationship here is that the cleanser is getting rid of that surface, just dirt and debris, right? It's doing a very mild surface cleansing. We're not doing anything deep yet. And that's kind of the point with hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres are little finger foods just to kind of get your mouth going and give your taste buds a little bit of food to prepare yourself for deeper things to come. Toner comes next after cleanser. 
So toner helps remove the remaining dirt and debris and gives skin a boost of hydration. I like to equate toner to the palate cleanser. What is a palate cleanser when we're talking about a nine-course meal? Well, it's a neutral food or a drink that essentially removes any food residue or flavor, if you will, from your tongue, in turn, resetting your taste buds, right? It's kind of a side note here. You ever hear about if you're, you know, smelling perfumes and they give you coffee beans to sort of reset your olfactory nerves, which are in your nose? It's the same concept, right? You smell a bunch of perfumes and then after a while, your your olfactory nerves get a little overwhelmed and you can't really smell anything because everything smells the same. But once you smell coffee beans and neutralize the smells that are already in your nose, then you go and smell new perfumes and everything smells like perfume again and doesn't smell like nothing. So I kind of equate a palate cleanser in that way. Palate cleanser is just cleansing your palate, getting it completely ready for something new. And that's kind of like what toner does. Okay. Next up, we have your exfoliant. The main purpose of an exfoliant is to remove dead skin cells from the outermost layer of the skin. Now, if you paid attention to my last podcast episode or watched my YouTube video or read my blog post, you'll remember that I talked about the layers of the skin and the outermost layer is the epidermis. The whole purpose of the exfoliant is to remove the dead skin cells from that layer of the skin. So I like to equate this, it's a little bit of a stretch here, but I'm going to equate this to the cheese plate. What is a cheese plate? Well, it's a platter of various cheeses of varying textures and flavors with accompanying crackers, nuts, fruits, etc. The whole point of a cheese plate is you get all this flavor from all of these cheeses, but the cool part is you get all the different textures, not just the different textures and flavors from the cheeses, but you get nuts and fruits and crackers that also give you all these different textures and flavors and bring out the flavors. Well, how does that relate to exfoliants? It doesn't exactly, but the part that sticks in my mind is the texture. When we talk about exfoliants, and I'll break down the different types of exfoliants in a little bit, but if you have a manual exfoliant, that's texture. Texture is going to help break up and get rid of those dead skin cells. If you do a chemical exfoliant, like an enzyme, that's different, but you still have some texture to work with. So for me, equating an exfoliant with a cheese plate is equating the texture. All right, next up is our chemical peel. So a chemical peel is a specific acid like a glycolic, lactic, salicylic, TCA, etc., acid that is applied to the skin to remove the outermost layer of the skin, okay? I'm going to equate this to your main course. The main course is a meat or another protein, vegetables, and a grain or a starch or something to provide a hearty and filling course. How do these two relate? Well, your chemical peel is hearty, right? The chemical peel goes a little deeper or in some cases a lot deeper depending on what acid you're using in your chemical peel. So it's a hearty peel removing that outermost layer of the skin, whereas the main course is hearty. Instead of removing something, it's filling it up, okay? I know that those are opposites, but I kind of equate them in that way. They're both hearty. 
right? Your hearty chemical peel going deep into the layers of the skin, getting rid of stuff. Whereas your main course is hearty and filling. And instead of getting rid of stuff, it's giving you stuff. Again, I know that that's a little bit opposite, so it might be a little bit confusing. But sometimes opposites work well when we're equating them together. Next up, we have your mask. A mask is a potent combination of ingredients that penetrate deeply into the pores to both deliver nutrients to the skin and also remove impurities. I am equating this to the salad course. Why? Because the salad course is an assortment of raw vegetables with a flavorful dressing. That is our basic definition of a salad. I know it can go a little more complicated than that, depending on what type of salad you're having. But the assortment of raw vegetables is like the potent combination of ingredients. Okay, so you've got an assortment in your mask or a combination, and you've got an assortment or a combination in your salad. Next is your serum. Serums are designed to deliver high concentrations of active ingredients to the skin, but they're very light and absorb very quickly. I'm equating this to the amuse-bouche. The amuse, ugh, amuse, amuse-bouche is a small but flavorful, flavorful taste of food that's to come. Okay, the, the direct translation of amuse-bouche is amuse the mouth. How in the world does this equate to the serum? That one's easy because the amuse-bouche is very small. So if you think of the amuse-bouche as basically a spoonful or a forkful of a very flavorful portion of the meal that's to come. In terms of relating that to the serum, it's very light. It feels very, very um, minor. When you put it on your skin, it shouldn't feel heavy. It should feel very light and very quickly absorb into the skin. So in relating that to the mousse-bouche, it's because it's very small and light, but powerful. Your serum packs a punch, and so should the amuse-bouche. Next up is your moisturizer. A moisturizer is, is an emulsion of oil and water that attracts moisture to the skin and locks it in, okay? I'm relating that to the appetizer. The appetizer is a small dish of food or a drink that is eaten before a meal or the main course of a meal to stimulate your appetite, okay? How does this relate to the moisturizer? Well, the moisturizer, while that's not going to stimulate, you know, your appetite or anything like that, the purpose of the moisturizer is to attract the moisture to the skin and lock it in. I equate that to the appetizer because the appetizer is a little bit of food, right? Let's think one of my favorite appetizers, mozzarella sticks, or even potato skins. Now, I know these aren't appetizers at all places. You get some fancy appetizers out there, but I'm just using some examples. And it's a small amount that you eat before the meal to stimulate the appetite. So to me, I equate stimulating the appetite to attracting moisture to the skin and locking it in. I know that seems like a weird, com not combination, a comparison, but if you think about it, you get you attract the moisture to the skin. Well, you're kind of attracting the flavor into your mouth, right? And then you're locking the moisture in with the moisturizer. And with the appetizer, you're locking the flavor in to stimulate your appetite for the main course. Okay. After the moisturizer, we're talking eye cream. 
Eye creams are a thicker formulation than moisturizer because it is formulated specifically for the delicate eye area. My comparison here or my equation here is the Minyardis. What is the Minyardis? Well, this is a wonderful but end of the meal that comes after the dessert. Well, what the heck does that mean? Well, a Minyardis, plain and simply, is a tiny bite-sized dessert or pastry, something like a macaron or little um, truffles or something like that, a little bite-sized small dessert, okay? That is how it's different from a dessert. <laughs> but the reason why I equate the Minyardis with the eye cream is because the eye cream is formulated for the delicate eye area and the Minyardis is a delicate bite-sized dessert, right? The word delicate is my equation here. And lastly, on my list of skincare products versus food courses, we have sunblock. Well, the purpose of the sunblock is to protect the skin from harmful UVA and UVB sun rays, right? My um, comparison here or equation is dessert. The dessert course is a sweet and decadent course to close out the meal. So the purpose here and how they relate to each other is they're both closing out the meal or the skincare product regimen or routine, right? So again, cleanser, toner, exfoliant, chemical peel, mask, serum, moisturizer, high cream, sunblock. That's the order in which things are done. And again, all of the different courses of this nine course meal, I think makes sense when you relate them to the skincare products because we're talking about how the products are interacting with the skin. Chemistry, like I said in the beginning, chemistry is way over my head. I am not a scientist. I would never pretend to be. I'm never going to try and pretend to teach chemistry because it just it's difficult to understand. But I'm a foodie. I love food. Food is one of my favorite things on the planet. But so is skincare. And so if I can relate skincare with food and understand it better, hopefully that can help you understand it better. So as you can see, skincare products really are like food. The way I look at it, food for your skin. Okay, so now that we've talked a lot about food and a lot about skincare products and how they, you know, what they do with the skin, let's for a couple of minutes talk about the different categories in each product type. Now, this will take some time. So I just want to briefly break it down for you so that in my next episode, which is going to be part two of this part, so we're in part two right now. We did part one last week. Today's part two. So I'm going to call today part two episode one, and then next episode will be part two, episode two. So for our purposes right now, let's talk about the different categories in each product type. So what do I mean? Okay. Cleansers. There are nine different types of cleansers, right? So we already talked about cleansers, and the whole purpose is that cleanser cleanses the skin of surface dirt and debris and prepares the skin for further products. Now, 
there are nine different ways to go about this. You have foaming cleansers, cream cleansers, oil cleansers, gel cleansers, clay cleansers, micellar cleanser, also known as micellar water, powder cleanser, bar cleansers, and cleansing cloths. Okay. Now, when we come and look at toners, again, remember, toners help remove remaining dirt and debris and give skin a boost of hydration. But there are five different types of toners, including hydrating toners, freshening toners, exfoliating toners, treatment toners, and astringent toners. After toners, we have exfoliants, which, remember, remove dead skin cells from the outermost layer of the skin. There are two types of exfoliants, mechanical and chemical. Real quick, let me explain what I mean by the difference there because it's not as clear as some of the other um, product categories. A mechanical cleanser is going to be a product that has some type of abrasive ingredients such as you'll see things like ground up walnut shells. You might see jojoba beads, all kinds of different things. That's a mechanical exfoliant. That is the kind that you rub into your skin and it mechanically, right? You're mechanically rubbing it into your skin and you feel it uh, because it's abrasive. You feel it doing its job. It's a little bit rough. That is mechanical. Chemical exfoliants are things like fruit enzymes or other types of enzymes. Usually, you're going to have this done during a professional facial. However, some products that you can use at home do include enzymes in them. So that is a chemical exfoliant. Next are masks. Now, we talked before, but just as a refresher, a mask is a potent combination of ingredients that penetrate deeply into the pores to both deliver nutrients to the skin and also remove impurities. Different types of masks. There are six. Cream masks, gel masks, clay masks, sheet masks, exfoliating masks, and peel-off masks. Is really hard to say the word masks <laughs> that many times. Next up are serums. Okay, serums are designed to deliver high concentrations of active ingredients to the skin, but are very light and absorb quickly. There are two sections here. The first type of serums, there are three. There are day serums, night serums, and then serums that can be used at any time. Then we have the other categories, which are not just, you know, the type is in what time of day you use it, but as well as what they do. You have anti-aging serums, brightening serums, acne-fighting serums, hydrating serums, exfoliating serums, reparative and renewing serums, and firming serums. These all have different types of ingredients and different purposes. And then we have moisturizers. Moisturizers, like I said before, are an emulsion of oil and water that attract moisture to the skin and lock it in using various ingredients. But there are four types of moisturizers. You have creams, lotions, gels, and ointments. And they all are formulated differently to have different types of moisturizing properties, which is why there are four different types. In terms of sunblocks, what do sunblocks do? Easy. Sunblock protects the skin from harmful UVA and UVB sun rays. 
There are two different types of sunblocks, chemical and physical. Okay. And then you can break the physical down a little bit and you have cream and powder. Powder sunblock, in my opinion, is the way to go. It is the best thing you can do. That is a whole other episode that I'll talk about another time, but these are different types of sunblocks. Eye creams. What is an eye cream? It's a thicker formulation than moisturizer, though it has a similar purpose, and it is formulated for the delicate eye area, which is why it's so much thicker, okay? What do what different types of eye creams are there? There are eye creams for dryness, for puffiness, for fine lines and wrinkles, and for dark circles. Now, some eye creams are going to be multi-purpose. So you'll see some eye creams are going to be good for both puffiness and dark circles, or they're going to be good for fine lines and wrinkles as well as puffiness or something. But the ones that you're going to see the most often are puffiness, fine lines and wrinkles, and dark circles. Now, last section here that we're going to talk about are chemical peels. Now, what is a chemical peel? It is a specific acid that is applied to the skin to remove the outermost layer of the skin. There are a lot of different chemical peels out there. There are chemical peels that only dermatologists can do, and then there are chemical peels that estheticians do. You, you may see some at-home chemical peels. I highly recommend not using an at-home chemical peel on yourself. I highly recommend going to a trained professional because that's what we're trained to understand. We know when you need to remove the product, how to remove the product. Some products can't just be removed with water. Some need to be neutralized. So just want to put that out there. In my professional and personal opinion, never do a chemical peel on yourself at home. Always go to a professional. Now, what are the different types of chemical peels? Well, you have alpha hydroxy acid peels like glycolic, lactic, and malic acid. You have beta hydroxy acid like salicylic acid. You've got your Jessner's peel, your TCA peel, which is trichloracetic eh, or acetic acid. It is hard to say that, so that's why we call it TCA. There's a retinol peel and mandelic acid peel. There are others, but those are kind of the main ones. The ones you're going to see the most often are glycolic, lactic, salicylic, Jessner's, and TCA peels. Um, those are really the most common chemical peels that you're going to see. So, like I said, you know, there's a lot of information out here about or out there, not out here, out there about product types. So not only do you have this broad category of like, again, we'll use cleansers as the prime example because I think everybody knows what a cleanser is. If you don't, then I apologize. Maybe not everybody, but it's really the most common product that you'll probably see out there. And there are so many different types of each of these products. So I just want to give you that understanding that there's the broad category or the broad type and then all of these categories within it of formulations that are different, right? So when I talked before about how products interact with the skin and relating them to food, that's just a general idea of this is what its purpose is. But the different formulations of each product type or category in each product type have different purposes. So even though a foaming cleanser and I don't know, a an oil cleanser are both going to cleanse the skin, 
they're going to have a different delivery of how they cleanse the skin. How it interacts with the skin is going to be different depending on the category and the ingredients. So in my next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about product types and categories, and I'm going to break it down even more for you on how each product type interacts with the skin so that we can then relate that to hormonal changes, right? Because that's our whole purpose. We're talking infertility, pregnancy, and postpartum. And these three periods in life are full of hormonal changes. So much happens with the skin when hormones change. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Stay tuned to my next episode. We will talk a little bit more about the corner of beauty and foodie, and I'll have some more uh, food comparisons for you. Take care.